0: Hi, this is Connor Brantley, host of Hello, the Future is Calling, and this is Our Future is Missing Voice America Kid. Please be on the lookout for Philip Pinnock, African American, and is now 22 years old. He went missing from the Dallas-Fort Worth area on August 17, 2005, at 5 o'clock. Philip is 5'6", 130 pounds, brown eyes, and brown hair. He may still be in the Dallas area. Philip has a pierced ear and a gap between his top front teeth. If you know of Philip's whereabouts, please contact the National Center of Missing and Exploited Children's Hotline at 1 800 The Lost. That's 1 800 5678. To see a picture of Philip, please click on the link on the Voice America homepage, OurFutureIsMissing.com. Thank you.
1: You're listening to Voice America Kids. Real kids, real talk radio.
2: Welcome to Alive and Green with your host, Mario Jr. Want to help save the planet and have fun while you do? Eco Mario will give you the green scoop and maybe even tell a joke or two.
3: Now, here's your host, Mario Jr. Thank you. Welcome to the Mario Jr. Live and Green Show on Voice America Kids. And I'm Mario Jr. And our topic today is exchange students discover America through your eyes. Well, you know, I love to have fun. So in each broadcast, I have a joke of the day. And I'll give you the great green tip of the day to help you on your green journey. So here's the riddle to the joke. And you know, at the end of the show, I'll give you the answer. So all right, guys, here it is. The joke of the day. Why did the woman wear a helmet? at the dinner table. <laughs> <laughs> that's a
1: good
3: that, one. That is a good see. one. That is a good one. That's 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 going to be a fun one. It, it, yeah, it really is. It made me <laughs> laugh and I saw it. Why did the woman wear a helmet at the dinner table? Wow. Well, think on that one. Ponder on that. And we'll get to the show. So we have a grand show here today. Uh, my guest is the regional director of CIEE uh, for the state of Florida. She has worked in Forest foreign exchange for seven years and has hosted many times. She has five children of her own and has plenty hosting and students from China. She enjoys her work because it is making such a difference in the lives of foreign students and American families. ECO fans, please help me welcome the awesome Miss Carrie Fox to the show. How Woo-hoo! are you doing today? Hi, Hi. Mario. Thanks for having me. <laughs> well, you're welcome. It's a pleasure. It's, we're going to have so much fun. So how are you doing today? I'm doing great. That's awesome. Well, so let's talk about your family. You, uh, you have five children, and are they all girls or boys, or, and or what are they, their age groups? I have three girls and two boys. My oldest is
4: 18 and he's a boy and I have a 15 year old girl and I have a 10 year old boy
3: and then I have a five year old girl and a three year old girl. Wow, that is awesome, (laughs) and I bet the house is always fun because I wish I had, you know, some more kids, you know, some more, you know, family and brothers around here because it's all alone over here for right now. (laughs) So, like, what are your, like, you know, what are your kids, like, favorite things to do? Because I know, you know, one of my favorite things to do is, like, probably, like, play games. Like, that's what I love to do is play games. Video games or board games or video games. Video games. games. Okay. Okay.
4: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. My boys, my boys, the 18 and the 10-year-old love video games. They have Xbox. They also play computer video games oh, yeah. a lot. Yep. <laughs> um, my 15-year-old girl, she's kind of all about school. She's in school sports pretty heavily, so okay. she's busy doing that. And then the little girls that are three and five, they, they probably keep me running the most. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, that is awesome. And, well, do you, uh, do you live here in Palm Coast? I don't. I actually live in Bethany Beach, Delaware. Oh, wow. So that is awesome. And we have some family in
5: Delaware, right? We do. And that is so cool. Now, let me see. So, now, Carrie, you are here today. When did you get in? I just got in.
4: Um, actually, I drove straight. I flew into Orlando because I'm going to be in the area for the weekend. I have a couple of different places to go, and I just drove straight here.
5: Wow. wow. <laughs> I can't even imagine doing that. That is so cool, <laughs> and that is so sweet of her to come really in, is. you know, early morning flight here, driving up to Palm Coast, and
3: now live on the Mario Jr. Live and Green show. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, that's a really an honor. And you're with CIEE. What does that mean? What does, you know, C I E E-means. I It's the Council for International Educational Exchange. Wow. That's what it stands
4: for. It's kind of a mouthful, so we like to call it (laughs) CIEE.
3: Yeah, I bet. (laughs) So, and uh, what does CIEE do as an organization? Well, we
4: are a nonprofit. We're actually non-governmental, which means we're not a government agency. We are, you know, strictly a nonprofit. And what we do is we help kids um, come to the United States to attend a United States high school as part of their learning and and that's you know referred to as foreign exchange we also help um, american teenagers go abroad and study in other countries as part of their education
3: that is awesome and i know my sister also has done that and that's really been like a dream ever since she done she has done that and went to france that has like been a dream just to you know go out and you know to one of your favorite countries and just you know do Do what they do and see what they see and that's really you know always fun to do and that's like a definitely experience that not a lot of kids do and uh, you know like a lot of kids have so that's really fun and along with that you're the regional director for CIEE and what does that uh, mean to be the regional director for CIEE? Basically I oversee
4: the entire state I have local coordinators throughout the state of Florida that work for us um, on a part-time basis those local coordinators hold other jobs within the community. Um, You know, for example, we have teachers, we have um, you know, nurses, we have all kinds of people that work full time jobs and then work kind of on the side part time with CIEE as a local coordinator. And their job is to help us look for and find host families that are willing to help host these students when they come and then also to supervise the students and the families once they're here.
3: Wow. So, wait, so do they have like different CIEE? organizations around the world
4: they do ciee is one of several organizations there are there are you know more than one that are sponsoring organizations some are non some are not
3: and um, they their goal or their mission is is fairly similar okay well that's awesome good because i was i thought they only had one organization or one big huge building and i was like wow so they have to actually you know log on to you know they're just looking on the website one day and they're like oh what's the cie (laughs) (laughs) so i I thought that was like okay let me get that straight So what is a day like in CIEE and, being, and also being the regional director? Uh, it's always something new. Everything changes very quickly.
4: Um, you know, and also depends on the time of year. We have different things going on different times of year. Right now, it's a very busy time for us because the students are coming into the country for the last couple of weeks and attending school. They're starting school. They're getting registered. And actually, right now, we are still just this week is the last week in which we're placing students that are coming into the country. So a day, you know, right now is, you know, everything from talking to families to local coordinators to getting interviews done to doing references to
3: meeting with schools to I mean, it's it's you know constantly changing (laughs) wow and now it's and now it's going to talk show radios right you know (laughs) and you're listening to voice america kids i'm mario jr and our topic today is exchange students discover america through their eyes so that is so yeah that that really is a very busy job you know to do i'm kind of glad that i have this job to where i'm just talking to people doing what they're what they're trying to do so that's kind of fun (laughs) let me jump in there
5: so now let's see Uh, Carrie, you were saying that you're here in Florida, you live in Delaware, so are you over different regions also? I cover the state
4: of Florida. I cover the state of Oklahoma. And I cover Eastern Texas. Wow. I work out of my home. And in the summertime, when we're getting ready for fall and for school to begin, I really don't travel at all. But the rest of the year, I travel to those different states um, and basically, you know, work with local coordinators. I, I hire, I train local coordinators. And, um, you know, like this weekend, I get to meet with some families and some students here, which is the fun part when I actually get to, you know, see people. Oh,
5: wonderful. <laughs> Maybe we could tag along on maybe something <laughs> that you're doing here in sure, Florida. Sure, sure. And kind of get some pictures and go behind the scenes of it. If, you know, Absolutely. Fantastic. Absolutely. There's a host
4: family picnic tomorrow at mm-hmm. my coordinator in Palm Coast's home. Wow. And there's going to be, I think, 10 families
5: and students there. Oh, my goodness. Like a barbecue. Wow. So you're welcome to come. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, cool beans. <laughs> well, well, we'll
3: pit times together. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
5: Back to Mario Jr.
3: <laughs> well, I wanted to ask you. Um, You know, do you notice that there's more of a, you know, a bigger boom when it's summertime? Do you get a lot of exchange students or do you get a lot of exchange students, you know, when it's school time or kind of like both? They, as an exchange student,
4: when they determine that they want to come to the U.S. to study, they actually start applying to the program in January. So in January, we'll have students start applying for August. And then we work January through August to try to place them because they can't come and study unless we have a host family ready for them that said, yes, we will host them. And also a school spot where a school has said, yes, we will accept them. Um, So we work, you know, January through August to try to find them placement so that they can come.
3: Wow. Okay. So it so it, it really is some like you know diff- really technical things to it. You know to you know have to gather all those different things. You know to finally get to you know America to finally you know have the hosts and stuff. So that's a lot of you know tech you know of uh, technical things. Uh so Miss Carey, I I don't want to go a question further be before talking about the exchange student that you're hosting from China. Please tell me his name and a wonderful story to his travel to America. Well, um I am
4: hosting a Chinese exchange student. His name is Jingson Rao and we call him Jin. And uh, he is sixteen. And actually, my parents who live about 10 miles away from me, they are hosting a Chinese exchange student as well. <laughs> and his name is Zhu Chen Du, and he is 17. and um, both of these boys came in uh, to us about a week ago, and we live about 10 miles apart, but they attend the same high school, and um, they're just they're just fantastic. They're just you know wonderful, wonderful kids. They're no problem. People say to me, "You have five kids. What are you doing with a student? Are you crazy? <laughs> you know what?" They're wonderful. It absolutely is such a wonderful experience. And he's no problem. I mean, this boy, you know, his nature is very calm, very studious. I mean, he's just a great kid. And um, one of the things that was really funny was, you know, American food, they eat what we cook while they're here. And the other <laughs> night, I've got five kids. So if I'm in a hurry and work and I make something quick and I had made Hamburger Helper, well, <laughs> Jinxon loved Hamburger Helper. He really? told mm. me it was delicious.
3: <laughs> and I couldn't, I, I was thinking, oh, man, how am I going to explain this gourmet meal that he thought was delicious? Wow, that is amazing. Yeah, you know, because, you know, people come from different places. And, you know, what is kind of like this mediocre food to us is like grand food. So that's like a definitely a great, you know, thing to have, to you know, just to experience. And if you would like to have a guest spot on this show, email me by clicking the contact host button on voiceamericankids.com. Also, keep up what's happening in Eco Junior's world. Log on to iRadioBlog.com or Facebook Mario Richie Junior. Reach me at Eco Junior ninety eight, guys, and be back for the next segment.
2: keep thinking green you're tuned in to alive and green with mario jr on voice america kids
3: saving the planet one hour a week at a time now back to the show welcome back to the program on voice america kids i'm mario jr and you're listening to the mario jr alive and green show and our topic today is exchange students discover america through your eyes and my guest today is miss carrie how are you doing today i'm great how are (laughs) you mario i am doing great and we're gonna have some more fun you know talking about what you love to do and well before we jump back into the green let me give you the riddle to the joke of the day and you know i will give you the uh, answer at the end of the show (laughs) all right why did the woman wear a helmet at the dinner table (laughs) now that is really weird i had like i think i took about 15 minutes just trying to answer this without looking at the answer and i was like wow i don't i don't understand what it is so what do you think it is like what do you kind of like getting like some some guesses on it miss gary oh no um, i'm picturing somebody with like a football helmet at the dinner table
4: <laughs> me too me too me too
3: <laughs> well all right well we'll get right back into the green so i want to ask you why did you decide to commit to this organization
4: well i did not go into life thinking that I would be working in foreign exchange. I never anticipated that. And, um, actually I have a business degree and a real estate license and, wow. um, got involved a couple of years ago after I had my third child, um, with another exchange organization And um, because I was able to do it from home, I was able to be a local coordinator and work from home with my kids at home. And then even when I went back to work, I was able to, you know, be very flexible with it and work it around my job. So I kind of got involved in it. And once I had found a number of families and had a number of students, I just loved it. I mean, I met these kids from all over the world that came and they were in my area. And once a month I would see them and do activities with them. And my children got to know them. And then I started to host and it was just an absolutely (laughs) incredible experience. And I loved it. And I thought, wow, I would love to do this full time. You know, um, the opportunity just didn't present itself. To be honest with you, for a number of years, I've got five kids. I ended up having more kids and, you know, working more. And my husband was self-employed at the time. And, you know, we had a business that we had to run. But then as time went on and that opportunity came um, with CIEE, I left my previous
3: organization and went to CIEE full time. And, you know, I've loved it since. So that was awesome. And actually, so that so that means that you are always born to do this, you know, and, and that's what you love to do. And that's what I always like to say, whatever you want to do that you love to do, it, and it's not even a job, it's what you love to do, It's it's just what you want to do. And that's just like with me, with, you know, with this radio show, I love this. This is not even work to me. It's, it's like fun. And so I want to ask you, what kind of activities did you have to do, uh, you know, like um, with the kids? Well, the local coordinators, they, what they do is they
4: do different activities. Um, they they talk with the host family and the student once a month, and they check in with them. But then it's up to them if they choose to and how often they choose to do activities. And most of them do because that's the way that they really get to connect with the kids and get to know the kids and families. Um, it could be anything from a barbecue to uh, we used to do activities like apple picking. We would go to an orchard, we'd pick <laughs> apples, and then we'd go back to my house and make pies. Oh, wow, and, um, that's- apple pies yeah or I lived in the northeast so we would go um snow tubing we had like ski resorts that you know would do tubing and I would take them all tubing and some of these kids had never experienced that before so it was pretty fun I know that
3: would be fun for me because I never even you know saw or touched snow before so I know that would just be like oh for me right (laughs) so uh what are some of the needs of CIEE well, we really need host families. We, we
4: just need American families. And the thing is, when you say family... Our families are as diverse as our students. You do not have to have children to host. You do not have to be a certain age. You know, as long as you're over 25, um, you know, you you could be. We have a lot of people that are widowed. We have a lot of people that are retired. We have empty nesters. We have people with kids. People with no kids. Um, you know, there are all kinds of host families that are make great hosts for different reasons. And that's probably one of the most common things I get asked: Is do you have to be a certain age, or am I too old, or do I have to have kids? Um, it's It's been tough to, to find host families because okay. I think of the economy and because we're right. going through such a time period of change. But this program wouldn't work without Americans, you know, families being willing to open up their home and open up their heart. That's what makes this program right. work. We are actually not allowed to pay host families. It's a Department of State regulation that we follow. So we rely on that you know, opportunity in somebody doing so. Um, the students do come with spending money of their own and medical insurance. So the host family really is just required to provide a home and a bed, and the student would eat their meals with them and love. You know, just just time, conversation,
1: <laughs> right. and
3: love. So that, yeah, and I think it would be so easy uh, for this for you know my family to have you know have a you know a exchange over here because they'll be treated just like you know I'm you know their brother or sister. Because it's so homely over here and so much fun. And I know that, you know, it would be lots of fun. we go to, you know, movie theaters and stuff and, you know, you know have, you know, great, you know, dine out and stuff. And, you know, sometimes just dine in sometimes. So that would be awesome. Oh, you are so cool. <laughs> Thank you. That's a nice compliment. Thank you. Well, you're welcome. And uh, do you host, do the host families have to go through some sort of training to be uh, host eligible?
4: Uh, there's not really a training; it's more of a screening process. Basically, we do a criminal background check on every host family. It's only criminal, um, and that's because these are minor students. We want to make sure that we're putting them into safe homes. Right. Um, there's also requirements such as providing a bed. Uh, can't be a temporary bed; must be a permanent bed. Can't be like an inflatable mattress or something like that. Okay. Um, they could share a room if the if the host family did have kids of their own. Um, they could share a room as long as there was no more than maybe. Four-year difference between the two that okay. would be fine, um, and then you know we kind of screen the families to make sure that you know, you know it's a suitable home. We go out, and we do an interview, we meet with the family, okay. um, you know, ask them just a couple questions about their motivations for hosting, you know, that sort of thing.
3: Okay, well that's you know that sounds reasonable. That sounds reasonable, you know. <laughs> uh, you're listening to the Voice America Kids. I'm Mario Junior, and our topic today is exchange students discover America through your eyes. <laughs> All right. So, and how long does uh, students have to live with the host family?
4: Well, we have students that come for five months, or one semester, or ten months, which is two semesters, which is a full school year. Um, We have students that arrive in August and stay till June or also arrive in January and stay till June. Um, But when we look for host families, we also are in need of host families that maybe want to host but don't want to commit to that long of a commitment. A host family could say, you know, I'd really like to do this, but I just can't go with a whole year. We travel a lot or something like that. You could be a welcome family um, and host for a short term of a couple of weeks in order to allow that student to come to get enrolled in the school and to get into the community, and then we would continue to search for a permanent family for that student. And it's a great help when people do that because without somebody stepping forward and even offering to be a temporary home, you know, the
3: students couldn't come. Right. And and so with that, like, so... Could they, could the host family even ex- extend their year or like, you know, like if they really want to, they could like, you know, have them over for like two years or they can't, they, they can't. are actually here on the type of visa
4: they're on as a J one visa. There's, okay. there's actually several different types of visas, but this program is a J one visa, so they can only stay for a year. Okay. Um, now, a host family, if they hosted short term and said "Oh hey we 'll host for a couple of weeks to get the student here while you look for a permanent home, they can change their mind and they can say, okay. "Hey, you, you know what we really like this kid, and right. we can 't imagine you moving them we 'll keep them you know <laughs> <laughs> <And> that
3: happens <laughs> well that's well that 's always you know fun to be flexible and uh there are any and are there any kids that need homes now?" There is, I have one boy, one student that is
4: here. He's actually in Florida attending school, and he's in the Tampa area, and he is 17, just turned 17. He is from Vietnam. And he is a fantastic kid. His English level is pretty good. I mean, they all have to have a certain level of English, but different kids' personalities, some are more talkative than others. He's very talkative, very friendly, makes friends easily. He's you know involved in the school. He's just an all-around great kid. And um, due to some changes with the host family, we need to find a new host family home for him pretty quickly, right away, because he's already here. Um, And he's a great kid. And his present host family would give him a fantastic recommendation as well. <laughs> um so we're we're looking for a place, you know, for him if anybody out there might be
3: interested. Well definitely you are in the right place to get the word out. So you go <laughs> fans listen up, you know. So you know if, if you want to be the host family for that child, you know, go ahead, you know. <laughs> All right, so if you would like to share your uh, green story as a guest, email me by clicking the contact host button on Voice America Kids. Dot com and also keep up what's happening in uh, my world. Log on to avideoblog. or Facebook Mono Richly Junior or tweet me at Eco ninety eight guys. I'll be right back on VoicemarketKids.com.
2: But sometimes, they can get to be a handful. And just when you think you have them under control, that's when things get, well, crazy. For help, tune in to Paws Around the World. You'll get the inside secrets on keeping your pet the friend it's supposed to be, along with stories to keep you warm and fuzzy. Listen Fridays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Kids. keep thinking green you're tuned in to alive and green with mario jr on voice america kids saving the planet one hour a week
3: at a time now back to the show welcome back to the program on voice america kids i'm mario jr and you are listening to the mario jr alive and green show and our topic today is exchange students discover america through your eyes so before we jump back into the green, let me give you the little you know, to the joke of the day. And, you know, I will give you the answer at the end of the show, guys. So here it is, ego fans out there. All right. Why did the woman wear a helmet at the dinner table? <laughs> that is just that is just so funny right there. I cannot wait to hear you guys' answers. (laughs) All right. So uh, in this segment, I will be introducing to a wonderful person that graduated in the National Honor Society class of 2007 from Flagler Palm Coast High School, was an ambassador of America in France through the Rotary Exchange Student Program, and is now a French interpreter in Salt Lake City, Utah. friends, please help me welcome my beautiful sister, Amber Ridgely. How are you doing today? (laughs) (laughs) Well,
1: how are you doing today, uh, Amber? (laughs) I'm doing wonderful. Thank you so much, Mario, for having me on your show. It's an honor. (laughs) Well, thank you so much. It was an honor for me as as well as my first time
3: interviewing my sister. I'm kind of happy right now. (laughs) I know, me too. (laughs) All right. Well, Amber, let me ask you, why did you Uh, want to become an exchange student
1: you know i wanted to do something different you know i like discovering new cultures learning new languages you know just be out of the ordinary and try something new
3: well that's definitely you know what i want to do in following your footsteps and you know with somebody else's culture you know just learning about it and you know doing something different and you know that's definitely something you know that not a lot of kids you know have you know, to do and have, you know, that, you know, something to have that accomplished. So that is really awesome. And how do you? Thank you. <laughs> and I, I remember, you know, uh, you know, being in the car, you know, waiting on your rotary, you know, training and stuff, and and I was what I was only like six years old then, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, you were very young, but you know, you helped us along <laughs> with the process. <laughs> well, how how did you feel when you found
3: out you had been selected to travel ab- abroad?
1: <laughs> you know. Um, Honestly, the first time I was really scared um, because I was like, "Wow, this actually works." Um, but as I went through my rotary training, you know, they speak, you, they teach you how to talk to people, what to expect. I became very excited. You know, I wanted to get on the plane very fast and just go and <laughs> jump into the culture. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, that's how you have to do it, but I do remember, you know, I'm I'm going to probably be saying I do remember a lot, but I I do remember <laughs> Um, you know, that was a kind of like a sad moment when you were about to leave and everybody was crying and giving hugs and you just did not want to let you go, but you wanted to get on that plane though. And I was like, Oh my gosh, my sister's going to leave. And at that time, I, I think I was, I think I wasn't saying that at that time. I, I think I was saying, yeah, I have an extra room in the house. I, I, think you were. I
1: think you were, you were ready to go jump in my bed. Yeah. So where did you decide to visit? Um, I decided to uh, go to France. I lived in Iswar for one year in France. Wow. And how long were you there? Oh, well, I was there for one year. Um, I left when I was a Southmore in high school. So I did my Southmore year out there. Um, Basically just went to high school I was one of the French kids, so
3: it was very fun. Well, and, yeah, I I bet that was definitely a new experience. Like, what what kind of things did you see in, like, the classrooms? Because I know it was probably, like, a lot different from the other classrooms in America.
1: You know, they were. um, Mostly the the classrooms in France, you know, there's a place for you to sit and do your work. You know, (laughs) they focus a lot on homework, you know, classwork. There's not a lot of talking. The teachers are a little strict. But, you know, it's it's just different. It's very different (laughs) from the U.S. It was awesome. Well, that's always, yeah, that
3: that really is awesome and uh, fun, you know, to experience. Now, would you advise students to participate
1: in the exchange programs? I would. I would say don't second-guess yourself. If you even have a a little bit of a feeling that you want to do it, then that is what you should do because you're already, um, you know, you're already meant to do it. So I would say don't be afraid and go do it.
3: Yeah, that's definitely, you know, some words that I like to say to, you know, kids out here now, you know, in America, you know, still to, you know, today, if if you like doing something, you know, go ahead and do it. You know, I mean, the worst that can happen is that you just don't want to do it anymore. So that's just, uh, you know, yeah. always, you know, <laughs> that's always just something to think about. And what was the most, one of the most fun memories you have of France?
1: Um, you know, I have a so many fun memories but I would think my fondest memory is when I visited Paris in the winter time and I stood under the Eiffel Tower and I got my picture taken <laughs> that was like the best moment for me because I was like wow I am actually here right. I am in France I'm taking a picture under the Eiffel Tower like <laughs> wow and I bet it was really beautiful
3: <laughs> down, you know down there
1: and <laughs> in- it was mm-hmm
3: and how, how tall was it? Like, how tall is the Apple, Apple, Eiffel Tower, you know, like, like in in comparison?
1: You know, I felt like a little ant in comparison <laughs> to the Eiffel Tower. And I'm pretty tall. I'm 5'11". Yes, you are. So. Yes, you
3: are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you are listening to the Voice America Kids. I'm Mario Jr. And, you are, and our topic today is exciting students discover America through your eyes. All right, well, let's get back into the green. All right. Well, that was uh, very interesting and fun to uh, talk about. So, do you have any, uh, you know, fun things to say about that, Mom? Oh my goodness! I
5: tell you, as a parent, just speaking from a parent's point of view, you know, when your kids come home and they say, "Guess what? I have a a form, and I want you to read this, and it's in reference to me going abroad and discovering different cultures." It's a little scary at first. But don't hesitate. Go right into it. Read the information. Trust your judgment. Know that you've, you know, given that child all that they need to become even more. Uh, so go for it. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
3: I have a special thank you to Miss Mindy Melendez, who is the local coordinator, uh, CIEE. Her students this year include countries such as China, Spain, Germany, Brazil, Poland, and South Korea. Miss Mindy is married uh, with two daughters. She is a teacher at university high school in volusia county she says she enjoys watching students grow and become part of their community and she is now my facebook friend miss mindy reached out uh to me and wanted to be my guest and tell the world about this amazing organization and miss Carey, on the website there is a link that says uh what are some of the benefits of the grant programs
4: well, we have students that come uh, onto the program that have been given or awarded a grant. These are students that have worked very, very hard. They've submitted essays. they submitted grades and transcripts to be considered for these grants or these scholarships. And of the hundreds of applicants, they've been selected. So it's a, it's a very honorable thing to be a grant student and have, have won and awarded that grant. Um, the CBE is the Congress Budenstag Program it was one of the original it was the original founding exchange program and every exchange program that's with a j1 visa has been modeled after that because it was so successful. Um, the students that come here on that grant program are German they're strictly German students okay. um, and then the Flex and the yes and the a smile programs have students from other countries. Um, the yes countries are often students um, from as far as Jordan or Yemen or Pakistan. Um, That And then we have students from Montenegro, Serbia, I mean, Ghana, Africa. I mean, we have students from all over the world that often come on these grants. And it's really just an incredible experience to meet those kids. Yeah, because those are, you know, the kids that kind of took the the extra mile, right? (laughs) And they were chosen out of hundreds to come, you know. So not that every kid's not special. They are. But these kids are just, you know, fantastic.
3: Well, that definitely is very true. And it was uh, great uh, how the CIEE has local coordinator uh, coordinator recognition. Why do you feel that is important? Well, the local coordinator is the
4: person in the community. They're the person that lives here. You know, like look at Mindy, for example. She lives here. Her children are here. She's a teacher. This is her community. And she is, you know, better equipped than anyone to ensure the success of those students here and in this community, better than anyone else because she knows it and she lives it. So, you know, we know that about our coordinators. We believe that training and investing in them, you know is is you know that one of the best things that we can do for them training investing and supporting them i should say um so that's one of the ways that we recognize them you know and then the other thing is that they're just you know the feet on the street they're the people talking
3: to everybody you know. <laughs> They're definitely like the word you know the word you know the word on the street. Yep. yep. That is awesome. And I have an Earth Day celebration challenge uh from Earth Day two thousand twelve to to eliminate one ton of packaging waste and two tons of greenhouse gases. And you can help. Let's see how much we can eliminate together. Please join me. This is uh this challenge is open to all. So kids tell your parents, parents tell your friends and friends tell each other. And remember to upload a video telling me why you participated in this celebration of Earth Day because one lucky video will be premiered on the Voice America Kids TV. All you have to do to uh, get started is log on to www.kidstar.org and go to shop, order your Get Clean kit, or upload your video and have fun. This is Mario Jr. asking, what are you doing to go green? Proceeds to Kidstar. All right, so we'll come back after the break. This is uh, Voice America Kids.
0: Tune in to Take 2 every Monday at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Kids channel. There's so much going on in the tech field. The tech team is here to sort it all out so that you know exactly what you need to get and what you should avoid. In this age of cell phones and text messaging and new discoveries every single day, you need to be informed. We'll bring you previews of new products, technology news, and help you make the right decision when you are out there buying that new MP3 player, cell phone, or mobile device. Don't do a thing until you've tuned in to The Tech Team, Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Kids. What are some of the issues that kids face every day? You'll find out when you tune in to the appropriately named Today's Kids. Your hosts are here to open the doors to a forum of all kinds of issues. Nothing is off the table here, and because it's on the Voice America Kids channel, you know you're getting a kid's perspective. Tune in every Friday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time for Today's Kids. Your hosts will lead this form of engaging conversation on Voice America Kids.
2: Want to know what's going on behind the scenes with your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network host? How about what's new with our network? Keep thinking green. You're tuned in to Alive and Green with Mario Jr. on Voice America Kids. Saving the planet one
3: hour a week at a time. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to the program on Voice America Kids. I'm Mario Jr. And you are listening to the Mario Jr. Alive and Green show. And our topic today is Exchange Students Discover America Through Your Eyes. And who is ready for that joke of the day and that great green tip? Me. (laughs) Okay, I promise in this segment I will give you, uh, give them to you. And here's the riddle to the joke of the day for my listeners who may have missed it. Okay. All right. Why did the woman wear a helmet at the dinner table?
5: (laughs) (laughs) That sounds scary. (laughs) This,
3: This is your last chance. This is like your last chance to see so, like, lock in your Kinda final think. answer, yeah, your okay. final little answer you're thinking, like, okay, this might be the answer to the joke. Okay, I All think right. I have mine. I'm, I'm going to be
5: ready for you. All right, well, okay. I'm, here. I'm Carrie, to I got mine, too. You got yours? Okay. Yeah, okay. I got. What, Amber, are
3: you thinking there? I am. I'm thinking. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, we'll get right back into the green. So, Ms. Carrie, who are some of the CIEE's affiliations? Uh, CIEE is a, as I mentioned, nonprofit,
4: but we are recognized and approved by the Department of State to be an exchange sponsor. Um, in order to sponsor students coming into the U.S., you have to have that designation with the Department of State. Um, in addition, we have a full listing with what's called CSET. CSET is kind of an organization, almost like a watchdog organization, that audits exchange agencies such as mine. It's made up of a board of people from all different exchange agencies, and they audit and look for compliance, making sure that we're following Department of State rules, making sure that we're doing what we're supposed to do. And when you receive a full listing, it means that you're a recommended agent. So... You know, we're definitely recommended through CSAT.
3: Well, that's awesome. So, Amber, how has being an exchange student ambassador helped you understand other cultures?
1: You know, everybody has different um, cultural bounds. You know, it helps me understand a lot of people better, communicate better, just to be more open, outgoing, and understanding most of all.
3: Well, that's definitely, you know, some things I will look forward to you know, going to China, because I definitely want to go to China so Yay, China. bad. I want to go to
1: China <laughs> so bad.
3: So I'm really going to be looking forward to doing that. And also, Am, do you still keep
1: in touch with your host families? I do. I do. We email, we write letters, you know, I get things from France. I send things over from the U.S. So, um, you know, it's basically like an additional family, like having an additional family. So, yes.
3: Well, that's always fun. And I do remember, (laughs) again, uh, that they had came over twice. The actual host families had came over twice over here, and we had, like, spent a week over here. Right, right. And, you know, saw saw all the sites, and that was, like, so fun because I had some brothers finally. (laughs) I was like, I have some brothers to actually talk some guy stuff. (laughs) 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 And also, Miss Carrie, uh, what are some of the things in future – in the future for CIEE. I I think that, that the best part of this
4: program, whether you work for it, you host, you know, whatever involvement that you have, is that it's infectious. Once you start it, you might have some qualms or some fears, and then, you know, it, it it just becomes infectious, and what's so infectious is when you see them blossom. You see these brave kids come over here, and you see them blossom and change over the school year, and, you know, everything is new to them, and everything is so different to them, and their English changes, and they're, you know, they mature, and they, you know, they're, they're choose their direction in life and then, you know, when they leave and you cry and you're hugging your son or your daughter, you know, from another country and they're leaving (laughs) and how hard it is and how painful it is to let go of this person that you are unsure you should even take in, you know, 10 months before. It's just an incredible experience, like nothing else you know, you've ever experienced. And the other thing is that you have changed the course of this student's life. This student's life has changed because of you. You know, <laughs> the simple act of you and your family, you know, being a family to this student will forever impact their course of life. And that's incredible that you have the opportunity
3: to do that. Well, yeah, that is definitely awesome. And would you uh, say that would be the most important thing? Um, I think so. I think that we
4: as Americans... a lot of times Americans are are very uh centric we think about ourselves and we think oh wow I'm gonna help a student and host a student and then they don't realize how much it changes them how you know what they learn as a family through this process that at the end of the year it's caused them to reflect on themselves and their family and how they view others or how they view other cultures or nationalities and you know so it's such a a great process inward as
3: well for us as Americans Mm -hmm. Well, that is awesome. And is there a special note that you would like you would like to say? Well, if anybody is interested in
4: hosting an exchange student, they can go to our website. It's www.ciee.org slash high school. And um, there's information on there, um, how to contact us. There's an application on there to become a host family. And one of the great things is that we also, as an organization, offer foreign exchange for American high school students to go abroad. And if you host one of our students that comes into the country and become an American host family so that they can attend school here, we will actually give you a 10% discount on your child going abroad as well.
5: Wow. Wow. That is super. Yeah, I remember those And, you know, to be cost efficient is very good. And to make sure the kids have a safe home to go into, all of that makes a difference. So that's a great way to encourage and, you know, make it affordable.
3: Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Well, it's almost time to go. And that's always like the worst time because that's usually when we start getting into the good stuff. (laughs) Well, it's been awesome. And but before we go, you're listening to Voice Market Kids. (laughs) <laughs> and um, I'm Mario Jr. And our, our topic today is exchange students discover America through their eyes. And who's ready for that joke of the day? Okay. I am ready. <laughs> I, officially. All right. So here it is. And we have the great green tip of the day. So you don't want to miss that. All right. So we have the great, the joke of the day is why did the woman wear a helmet at the dinner table? <laughs> All right. So I'm going to okay. go, I'm going to go with mom first. I'm going to go in in that direction okay now I know this I
5: know my kids and why did the woman wear a helmet at the dinner table because mom was cooking
3: <laughs> <No>. <laughs> mom was cooking. That, that was uh that's not even e- even in the ballpark really to oh say the least. wow come on okay
1: <laughs> no, well that's no, a good no. thing
5: so my cooking's getting a little better yep that's, okay yep, well that, that's
1: good Yep.
5: <laughs> that's
3: great make okay some spaghettios yay some spaghetti. <laughs> that's pretty good i can say that all right <laughs> so what about you miss Kay? what do you think the answer to the joke of the day is
4: i have the answer what is it i know it And I noticed the sticker on your car, and I noticed your pen over there and that you're a Saints fan. (laughs) <laughs> but I'm a Steelers fan because she was wearing a Steelers helmet. Uh, Woo! <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, that would be an awesome answer. <laughs> but sadly, that is not the oh, answer. My goodness. What? <laughs> oh, What? Well, we, no. we, we do love the Saints and the Jaguars out here. The <laughs> Steelers are awesome, too. I love the Steelers. Awesome Steelers. Too, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah that's we, one of his teams. We, we don't really hate any other uh, no, team no. other than the Patriots.
5: <laughs> oh, no, no yes, Wait a I minute. you. I don't like the Patriots either. <laughs> yeah
3: that's
5: my team, guys. Uh, <laughs> I'm actually going to the game next oh, week. Oh, my yeah. god! Oh, cool. Yeah, well, I know kidding. you're not going to be rooting for him, but I'll it's going to be, gonna be a great more. experience. Understood. The Steeler's
3: rival. I'm actually going right. to vote for a Steeler's rival. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah. yeah, oh, Shout my goodness. Out. Shout-outs to Patriots, whoever is uh, Okay. see <laughs> yeah. <name> that. Yeah. <laughs> <Hey. laughs> All right, so, Amber, what do you think the answer to the joke is? Why did the woman wear a helmet at the dinner table?
1: I think it's because she's gonna dive into her food. <laughs> <laughs> so she needs that helmet. <laughs> well,
3: That's sadly, a good one. that That's is a... not the answer. What? That's Wait not even the answer. Three people couldn't get it. Oh, man. That's, this That's is just how tough hard one. it is. It really is tough. <laughs> so the answer is I just do like a jumbo. <laughs> the answer is. She was on a crash diet. Oh, <laughs> yeah. She was on a crash diet. Yeah, that's that's where we should've got it. You should have no. got it. When I when I saw that answer i was like really really <laughs> i couldn't think of that i could not think of that well
5: that is the answer to the joke of the day i should have got that one i'm always trying to be on a crash dive maybe i need a helmet i need a helmet <laughs> yeah because i usually work it. dive into mine like
3: <laughs> well those were all great uh uh try, tries to the uh, joke of the day but sadly they weren't so, but we have the great green tip of the day to end it off with an awesome tip. You know, my dad said this was a good one, recycling your old rechargeable batteries. Call to Recycle is the only product stewardship program in the U.S. and Canada dedicated to recycling of rechargeable batteries. For example, power tools through partnerships with retailers, business, and communities and public agencies call to recycle uh, conserves nat- natural resources and prevents rechargeable batteries and cell phones from entering the solid waste stream. Oh wow, that is a good green tip, Maria Junior. You are helping the planet stay green, dude. I, I love am. that. I am. I know. <laughs> I, I really am doing a good job here. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, I've been smiling so much, my I, cheeks hurt. I <laughs> <laughs> but I guess that's not a bad payoff. That's, that's not a, not a bad payoff. So. But okay, well, please help our kids stay safe. Voice America has teamed up with the Missing and Exploited Children's Network. Please log on to www.ourfutureismissing.com and help us find our future. So thank you so much for joining us. You have been listening to the Mario Jr. Life in Green show. And I am Mario Ricci Jr. asking, what are you doing to go green? If you have sneezed during this talk show, bless your face. And it's voiceamericakids.com. Boop.
2: Thanks for tuning in to the show. Mario Jr. will be here again next week with another edition of Alive in Green. We hope you'll join us again, too, right here on the Voice America Kids channel.